0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I'm joined by Rochelle Riveter. So thanks for joining us today, Rochelle.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: No problem at all. Um, I know you're going to be at the upcoming Mission Pro Wrestling, and, you know, I saw your name on the list. I was like, I got to reach out to her and, you know, do something. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show. So you ready to get this uh, started?
1: Yes, I am so excited.
0: Sweet. So first question I always have for all y'all. So um, what inspired you to become a professional wrestler?
1: Uh, So funny story. My dad actually watched it when I was younger. I used to call it like his soap opera, right? And I just grew up like a natural athlete, you know, not necessarily thinking about like, oh, I want to become a wrestler, but just like I'm an athlete, and I can do pretty much anything, and um, I was pretty much varsity since I was a freshman with all sports that I did, and I went to college um, doing track, so after I got done doing that, and you kind of, like, set into the real world, right, like, after you're done with college, you're like, oh, well, what do I do now? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was watching Total Divas, and I was like, Oh yeah, I can do that. Mhm. And so I looked at my dad and I was like, "Dad, do you know, you know wrestling? Do you know a school out here in Colorado?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, someone that I work with goes to this like Rocky Mountain school. He got me the contact information and within like the next day I called the owner and I was like, "I want to do this." <sighs>
0: Wow, yeah, that's actually, like, kind of crazy because, like, Total Divas, one of my friends, she, you know, she runs a podcast as well, and she's a really big fan of Total Divas, Total Bellas, and, you know, um, she was basically saying how, like, a lot of people, like, drag that show and stuff like that, but she had brought up the fact that it had, it got a lot of people who weren't wrestling fans in the wrestlers you know, and stuff like that, so I think that's really cool how, you know, just, it mean, it, it's a wrestling-related show, but it's also not, it's not wrestling, you know, it's, you know, the, what do you call it on reality TV and stuff like that, so it, it has done a lot more than what, you know, some people give it credit for.
1: Yeah, and I think I it know. also kind of gave this, like, woman empowerment type thing, right, because I feel like after that, it was like, boom and like the women's wrestling industry and like I felt like more women just felt like oh well, if they can do it then I can do it you know what I mean
0: mm-hmm. and, so. I, and I feel like that show debuted in I think it was around like 2013 ish somewhere around there and that's kind of when the women's revolution was just about to get started, like, a lot of people say it started in 2015 with the Four Horsemen, but it really started in, like, Mm -hmm. 2013 with AJ Lee and Paige, and, you know, the Total Divas, they had their place in, you know, that whole era as well, so it's kind of like, you know, that was, you know, a part of the beginning, because guess what, AJ Lee was rivaling with the Total uh, Divas, too, so it's like, it all worked out well.
1: Yeah, and Uh honestly, 2013 was when I graduated high school (laughs) that's when I was figuring it all out
0: yeah, I mean, that's kind of, you know, how it goes, you know, you, you know, you have your dreams in high school, and then once you hit the real world, you kind of, like, realize, like, some people's, like, oh, I gotta do something, I wanted to be a baseball player when I was in high school, and, you know, when I hit the real world, I was, like, yeah, I don't think this is gonna happen, you know, so I kind of, (laughs) of, like, find my path in life and stuff like that, but it's great that, you know, you're wrestling and doing all that now, because it's, it's hard to get into the wrestling business, you know, like, I, you know, when I got back in the wrestling in 2010, I never realized how many wrestling schools, wrestling promotions, and then wrestlers in general are out there. And it is like, it is a struggle to really climb the ladder in the wrestling business and to make a name for yourself because of, you know, how much competition there is. And then when it comes to the training, that's going to be like the next question I have for you too, is like the training is brutal from everything I've heard. You know, my one friend, she wrestles, and I work with her. She – I saw her the day after her uh, practice that she had last Thursday, and she was in so much pain and barely walk. Like, people will sit there and say, oh, wrestling's fake. It's fake, you know, but no, you're really putting a toll on your body. So, that being said, tell me mm-hmm. how, you know, your training process went, especially with, you know, physically and all that.
1: Um, so, physically – okay, well, before I had a baby, physically – it was, it was good. Like, you know, like it hurt, right? I did not expect for myself to get as many bruises on my arms. Um, I was sore in all the places that I never even thought I could be sore at. And you have to trick your mind from doing the opposite of what it normally does, right? And you have to overcome your fears or else you can't do this. So, Before I had the baby physically, I feel like it was physically better, mentally harder, right? And I say that just because physically, like I didn't have a baby obviously. And like, I could just go (laughs) and, but mentally I wasn't as confident in myself. I wasn't as for sure in myself. And so I think at that time I wasn't necessarily, you know, ready. But like after I had the baby, physically it sucked more. <laughs> and physically, my body was like, oh man, what are you doing, woman? But mentally I'm way better just because I have become this different woman into the wrestling world. So For me, it was like, okay, yes, physically, I'm going to go through the bad bumps and giving myself a black eye with my own knee because I tried to do a front flip, right? Like, I'm going to go through all of that. But like mentally, I'm in such a great place that it's like the perfect time for me to start like shooting off.
0: Yeah, like... uh... I mean, you know, like you said, like, you're feeling pain in places that you never thought you would even, you know, do it. And I don't want to feel that. Like, I've heard even, like, you know, stories about how just, like, running the ropes, especially for, like, the first time, like, it hurts. Like, people don't realize how it's it It like,
1: bruises here.
0: So, you had mentioned, like, it was worse, you know, after you became a mom. So, I, I, I do want to know, too, is, like, because I've never interviewed a wrestler who was also a mom unless i just didn't know you know because i get not not everyone like really you know puts it out there but like how is it like to be a mom and a wrestler at the same time
1: um, um it's amazing um i have a little boy and he gave me the confidence to like really step up and be a leader right and I feel like I feel like as parents we can go either way. We could go, you know, the typical corporate way where we stick with our normal jobs and we work our way up and whatever we send our kids to college blah blah blah, right? Or as parents we can not be hypocrites and follow our dreams because we tell our kids to chase their dreams. And we could just go for it. And that's exactly what I do. And I feel like every single day, I wake up with more of a purpose every single day. Because when you wake up to have someone depend on you, it's not just about you, right? So when I go into the ring, it's not just about me. Right? My son's going to watch this later. Do I really want him to see his mom get his butt kicked? No, but if I do get my butt kicked, then at least he knows that I really tried, right? So like, it's not just who, it's not all about me. Like it's for my son too. And I think any mother in wrestling should embrace that, right? That's why I am Rochelle Riverder, the mom, because I'm setting that example for mothers out there that are, that's like, okay, hey, yeah, you had a baby and things didn't work out the way you wanted to but you're still a bad chick and you still can go 10 times if not harder now because you have another life that is depending on you so it's amazing I love it it was the best thing that could ever happen to me
0: I I can imagine like I don't have a kid so I don't know exactly how it feels but I've heard a similar story to everyone like it's like a blessing and you know your you know your son being able to you know grow up and see you chase your dream is only going to motivate him as he gets older too because being a professional wrestler or even like a baseball player football player it's not an easy task and typically as a kid wanting that as a dream it usually gets shot down like you know like i mentioned i wanted to be a baseball <sighs> player growing up my mom you know, put, you know, shot down that dream so many times, and she wasn't lying with all the stuff that she would say, like how hard it is, and all that kind of stuff, but that's not what you want to hear, and it can be, it it can really discourage you and stuff like that, so now your son will see you doing this, and it's going to really, like I said, motivate him, you know, seeing his mom do what you're doing and all, even if you're getting your butt kicked, like you said, you're still trying and all. So, I mean, that's really good. And I'm really happy that, you know, you have that kind of mindset on, you know, what you want to set, not just for yourself, but an example you want to set for your son.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, I mean, it's an example for other women as well, right? You know? Yeah. My son gets the best example because I'm his mother. But for other women who are, you know, going through their low self-esteem or whatever, because there's a lot of mental things that come on with being a mother, right, physically and mentally. And so even to be an inspiration for other mothers, like, dang, you know, she didn't stop, you know, she could have, she could have stopped anytime she wanted to, but she never did. And so like, for me, that's. The biggest thing is to also show other women, just because you have a child, that doesn't mean that you have to stop either. Like, you can still do this. You have to make some sacrifices, yeah. But that's with any career that you choose.
0: Exactly, because I mean a lot of people have that mindset, you know, as far as, like, you know, in the wrestling business, that if you have a kid that you really can't have a career in wrestling, and that's not true, you know, someone like you can, you know, really, you know, inspire other women to be able to do both, because, you know, I, you know, there's always the stories, and, you know, WWE, like, Ronda Rousey is an example, like, she, you know, wants to start a family and not wrestle again, and that's cool, like, if you want to, you know, kind of like, you know, just, you know, do that and not the wrestling anymore. I get it. But at the same time, you know, you should be able to still follow your dream. And I've seen, I see women do it, you know, I mean, I've seen Mickey James, you know, I know she's a mom, I think she has two kids maybe, or is it just one, but you know, she's still wrestling and on TV. And I know Taryn Terrell did it for a little bit as well. So it's great. I mean, it, it, it's more challenging obviously you know Mm -hmm. because I mean someone has to watch the kid and all that kind of stuff but it it takes a lot of dedication and determination to do it and like I said I think that's really cool that you're doing both and you know being a great mother and a great wrestler at the same time I mean go for it you know.
1: Yeah it can show that you can have a relationship with your child and still follow your dreams I mean look at Lacey Evans she has a daughter you know yeah. And she's out there kicking butt, you know, one day I hope that I could be there right by her, you know, MILF power. But,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's it's not hard and we just have to look within ourselves and go for it, you know.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I forgot all about Lacey Evans as well because her kid was in one of the storylines too. I can't believe I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> But um, so the next question, so you're going to be, uh, you know, on the upcoming card at uh, Mission Pro Wrestling. So how did you and Mission Pro Wrestling, you know, how did that come along?
1: Um, so Mission Pro Wrestling, <laughs> I got my friend Heidi. She reached out to me and she was like, hey, they want me, you, and Allen to all come out and um, wrestle. And I, I've gone to one promotion outside of Colorado. I went to Chicago, um, for oh, Shimmer. Yes, and honestly, it was the best experience ever. And so, well, getting this opportunity again, I was like, oh yeah, definitely want to go out of town. Especially too, it was like, okay, this is mommy's excuse to go out of town so even better right (laughs) um and honestly like it just happened so quickly they were like okay we need promo pictures um we're gonna do custom matches um and it all just it just happened so quick and then i talked to rosa and uh, she's actually amazing she's the most wonderful woman that i've ever met in wrestling and um she made me feel even more excited to be a part of the promotion so yeah
0: it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah that is pretty cool and like you're not lying about thunder rosa like she's a really sweet person like she's been on the show twice and both times are great like the last time you know recently when she was on the show you know um last week Me, her, and my co-host, Brianna, we were chatting for, like, 10 minutes after recording and all that kind of stuff. Like, she's very down to earth. I love what she's doing with Mission Pro. You know, it's not just an all-women's promotion, but it's very diverse. You know, she really cares about the women, and she really cares about, you know, elevating them in the ring. You know, it isn't kind of like a me, me, me thing. Like, she is all about, you know, women's wrestling and making, you know, women's wrestling taken seriously because you know she mentioned on the podcast that a lot of people for years looked at women's wrestling as you know like the bathroom breaks and you know they botched this they botched that like no she wants to take women's wrestling to another level and you kind of look at it like you know women like her you know have been doing it for years and you know there's like the women's evolution in the indies you know like if you look at Thunder Rosa and you gotta you know put her face on the Mount Rushmore for women's wrestling on the Indies. So it's like, I, I like what they're doing at the end of the day. And I, I could see Mission for wrestling, like really being a huge like mega deal within the next, you know, one or two years. I mean, it's starting off really well. You know, I know um hell half no fury did really well now tournament out of hell. Like I'm really excited to see how well this does. And I mean, I know her with Robin Reed, it should be a great show.
1: Yeah, I'm so excited, and this is going to be my first time out there, so I'm going to obviously give it my all, but this is just going to be so cool, and just to be in that environment of such strong women, like, I'm so
0: excited. Yeah, and I'm jealous because I've never been to Texas, so, and you get to go to Texas, so, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be fun. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to Texas before, but it's a Uh, dream uh, spot I'm going to go.
1: I've been to Galveston, um, yeah, and, you know, like, I just, I've never, I guess, you would say, like, soaked up Texas, right, so this is going to be interesting, but, right, I have your info, I'll send you pictures, it'll be all good, it's like you're there, but, like,
0: not there. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. pictures are always good, you know, I, I've seen a lot of pictures from Texas, it looks, it's very beautiful, they're big. You know, I've always wanted to go in there and try their uh the steak, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, But, yeah, one day I'll make it there, especially for I would love to go for a Mission Pro Wrestling show as well. Like, you know, it's like, why not, you know?
1: Right? Uh, absolutely. That means you have to come. It's going to happen.
0: Definitely one day. I mean, it gives me two reasons to go. Like, you know, because I love traveling to go to wrestling events. Typically, I stay in, like, the DMV area, and I, I, lately I've been going to New Jersey a lot. You know, in New Jersey and New York, I will say it's a gold mine for wrestling, like, with mm-hmm. all the promotions and the wrestling events. WWE does a lot of meet and greets down there, so it's a pretty dope place to go. But, yeah, Texas, it seems like it's a pretty popular place for wrestling as well.
1: Yeah, and I'm just excited to so see how the crowd's going to be, like, out there, too, because in Denver, Colorado, I mean we can get some really hot fans, right? But then we can also get some really many fans. So it's going to be weird because since it is, like, a big deal, I feel like more, I feel like it's going to be just crazy.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Like, I mean, I don't know how many people they'll have because of COVID, but the one good thing is, like, it being an all-women's wrestling event, you're going to get the fans there that love wrestling versus, like – a car that has mostly men, you know, matches, and then one or two women, and they may not care for the women. We, You know that everyone who is there loves women wrestling, so that's good. You have the, you know, the right audience there. So it should be a, should be pretty hype there. I mean, all the fans that were at Hell Half No Fury, they were really into the show, so I, I don't expect anything less at this upcoming show. Oh, uh,
1: I have to pull up my best stuff, too. So it's going to be so good, Except I've been pro- – well, okay, I'm trying not like – couple times but <laughs> it was my moon so i just gotta perfect that and then we're in business
0: oh <laughs> yeah like I- i've seen a couple of your matches i looked up online prior to this interview but uh, this will be the first time i've seen you wrestle live so i'm really excited to see what you can do
1: oh yeah oh, i don't disappoint
0: <laughs> uh, then i'm gonna hold you to that then if you, if you do disappoint not I- you'll get a dm from me
1: perfect I'll be waiting for it it'll be great
0: so now um, now as for the next question uh, so in wrestling what are some of your goals you know dream opponents and all that kind of stuff
1: oh, oh man. man Okay, so dream opponent this would be like the ultimate tag team fight right but if it was like you know milf it was like a milf fight, right? Where you had me and Becky, right? Because Becky, Becky's about to have her baby soon and you know she's going to just like snap back like that, right? I think we'd be an awesome milf team. And then the Bella twins. Like that Ooh. would just be like so I think milf tag team ever. I think it would just be so much fun. Um, With that being said, my wrestling career, um, (laughs) I would obviously like to expand that, you know, um, in the most healthiest way. And I say healthiest way because when you do decide certain career paths, right, you have to make certain sacrifices. And so... I do think that in wrestling, you do have to make some sacrifices when it comes to uh, family life, children time. But if I can create that balance like I'm doing now and continuing to take care of my family like I'm doing now, then I wanna take it to the highest level that that I most possibly can wwe that'd be pretty cool if not i mean aw would be a nice little slide in there <laughs> me and brandy Rhodes apparently look alike so that'd be interesting <laughs>
0: i see it i definitely see that res- uh, resemblance now but yeah like wwe would be the most profitable you know um career AW's definitely not too far down, you know, below them. I mean, they seem to be doing very well. From what I hear, they pay their wrestlers pretty well. And they also give a lot of their wrestlers, you know, that the freedom to do a little bit, you know, of stuff on the Indies. So that would kind of be like the extra money kind of thing. I mean, there's definitely a lot of options. I mean, there's a lot of wrestlers who wrestle in the Indies and actually do really well too. Like you don't need to be in WWE or AEW or whatever because, if you're getting booked on a regular basis and your merch is selling well, and, you know, a lot of, you know, wrestlers on indies who are pretty popular, they also have the Patreons and stuff like that. So there's a lot of way to make money on the indies. And the good thing about that is you make your own schedule. You know, you yeah. can take one, two months off if you want to. Um you could have the holidays off, you know, it, that's the one, you know, great thing about the Indies. The only challenge is also getting the bookings. You know, some wrestlers, it can be a little bit more challenging than others. You know, it just all it depends on what book and promotions want you and everything.
1: Yeah. 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 It's, I mean, honestly, wrestling is your own business, right? It's you promoting yourself. It's you, You're an entrepreneur for you right? So it's your own branding. How do you want people to perceive you? And I feel like I just now started to brand myself because I just started to figure out who I am, right? So I feel like if you don't know who you are, then it's really hard to kind of like put yourself out there. But if you do know who you are, and you're confident in yourself, then it's
0: easy. Exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to treat yourself as a brand, not a wrestler, because your brand is what is going to make you the money and, you know, get you to popularity and everything like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
0: So now my final question. Now this is kind of like the fun question. So what about you, non-wrestling related, would you want, you know, fans and everyone to know about you? (laughs) And you can't say working out because we all know wrestlers love working out, so.
1: Um, I actually um, am on the path right now with getting my life and annuities license uh, with Denver, Colorado. Um, I am on the path of becoming a financial and investments advisor, and my other second passion is helping families um with their, you know, investments, financial needs, their elimination. Um so I'm like secretly like you know really like financially savvy and <laughs> I have an actual like I'm not saying that you don't have a career outside of your career, right? Um but I definitely feel like I have a career outside of this career that's I can pass down to my child.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah, you want to take wrestling as high as you can go, but the one you know scary thing about being not just a professional wrestler but an athlete in general, you never know when you know your last match might be you might get a career and an injury. You know, you, it might happen at, you know, mission progress and I doubt it. And I don't want to put that on you, but I'm saying like, you never know when you might get that injury. Wrestling is not something that you could do your whole life. You know, there are some wrestlers who try to push it, you know, Ric Flair being one of them, you know, but it's, it's something that you need to be smart with because you know, wrestlers who do try to push it and keep going, they will have those long term, you know, health issues. You know, like Mick Foley, you see him and he can he walks with a hunch now. And, you know, it's good to set yourself up, you know, for life after wrestling or even have that, you know, a career and a job right then and there too, because like, you know, like I said, it, it's it's a smart thing to do. And the fact that you're in like the whole financial Career field—that's really cool. Me personally, I need help with that because you know I'm not the best <laughs> with my money. I kind of just, you know, spend it at all. So yeah. people like me need you. So it's it's glad that you know we have, you know, people in jobs like you.
1: Yeah, I can help you guys with your needs. You know, that's I help you entertain, and then I help you with your finances. It's like both. <laughs>
0: So tell me a little bit like what goes into that. Like what kind of stuff do you do like to help people out with that? Oh
1: man. Well, first you have to get your license in life and annuities, right? Which there are some states that are harder than others. Colorado's definitely been a challenge. And it's like life policies and life annuities and stuff like that. All of that's the same but like the timelines of things are different. So that is a challenge. And testing. I am a very, um, I'm a kinesthetic learner. I have to do things and testing is not my forte. Like being sat in front of a computer in front of, you know, uh, a paper and have to like be examined on my knowledge of like what's on this paper terrifying but i'm getting over it but it's terrifying but i'm improving right um but like um yeah but like everything else you have to like One with families, you sit down and you have appointments with families, Um, which is really nice because most of the time, you know, finance is such a sensitive thing that we forget to talk about and they don't even teach you that in school, right, which they should because they teach you everything else in life besides finances, besides how to build credit, you know. Um, and so when people go out into the real world, they end up just kind of honestly falling on their butt and they learn the hard way. And it's like, I mean, you kind of have to go in with this is people are trusting you with their investments, with their, I mean, it's a, sometimes it's not, it's an insecurity to talk about your finances, right? So it's, it takes a lot, but it's, I love it. It's me helping others and educating others, and it's just something I love to do.
0: And, you know, that, that's true. Like, I really wish they would, you know, have some kind of, like, class in high school that teaches you about finances. I I do remember middle school, I think it was our math class, they taught us how to write checks, but obviously Mm -hmm. that's not really, like, as popular as a thing now that it was then, but, yeah, that that should be a thing because we all – that's something we need in real life. Like, they teach us all this algebra and all this, like, calculus stuff that you probably won't need, you know, growing up, but then they don't teach you something that you actually do need. So it kind of – it doesn't make sense, but, I mean, who am I? You know, I'm just – Yeah. To...
1: It definitely uh, – it kind of makes you, like, angry as you go through it because you're like, really? Really? We learn – We learn, like, what a box circumference is, but we don't learn, like, how to get a house.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Like, I get learning basic math that, you know, add and subtract and divide and multiply, but we, like, this whole A2 plus B3 and all that just weird stuff is, like, unless you're going to be, like, a scientist or something like that, you do not need that. Like, it's it's, it's mind-boggling how the school system works.
1: Yeah, yeah, very man. unnecessary.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, Rochelle, I, that wraps up all the questions I had for you. So I just have to thank you. This was definitely a very entertaining and educating episode.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for having me. For those who want to look me up, you can look me up at Rochelle Riveter on Instagram for wrestling. And then, personal side, right? Rochelle Shield is, um, my Instagram and Twitter at Rochelle Riverdale as well. So you can find me for your finances or your entertainment.
0: <laughs> yeah. Make sure you all look her up on social media. Also look us up on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, sub us on YouTube to search O-Face Wrestling on all the platforms. And, uh, thank you all for tuning in. And one last thank you to you, Rochelle, for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. And thank you all for tuning in. Check out our next episode next week.